1: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic. And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Manning back, steps up, he's
3: one down the middle of the field,
2: into the end zone,
3: and Knicks makes
2: the catch for the Touchdown! He went up with the big hands and caught it on the Hail Mary. And the final play of the half. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right,
4: 102 here on The Fan. It's the Brands and Ciri Sal Licata Show. BT and Sal on The Fan. We'll get back to your Rogers calls, 877-337-6666. And on the line now is Odyssey NFL insider Brian Balding. Your Insider calls brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. All right, NFL playoffs upon us. Obviously, some coaching shakeups locally with Wink and uh, all the stuff with the Jets and the Giants. But, uh, Balding, before we even get into, like, on the field stuff, what is your opinion on... Rodgers being so open, I guess, on um, the McAfee show and what that creates for the Jets. Just your overall take on, on what Rodgers has been saying on the air.
5: Well, I mean, he gets paid millions of dollars to say that stuff. Hmm. So, I mean, there's, it, it's it's like you can't tell him not to talk. But I think some of the stuff that you talk about is probably things that should, shouldn't leave the locker room. And that's just part of the deal right now. And it's, you know, sometimes you want to Put the toothpaste back in the tube, but you know you're on a your show. Everybody's going to hear it. Everybody's going to, you know, uh, comment on it. And yeah. so I think it. I think it puts teams in a tough position. Honestly, I I would never tell anybody to put a muzzle on somebody. They can't be, uh, you know, free to talk and free to speak the mind. But when it comes to the team and team stuff, yeah. it's one thing personal things and opinions. That's one thing. But team stuff, I think. Has to stay in the locker room.
4: Well, I, I agree, and you say it's part of the deal, but you know it's only part of the deal for a team that's dysfunctional like the New York Jets. <laughs> you know, competent franchises, this doesn't happen,
5: Baldy. Well, I mean, the Green Bay Packers are a competent franchise. It happened there. Now, you could say it was the tail end, but it still happened, and so um, you know, I mean, I, I, look, whoever would sign Aaron Rodgers, you have to take this on, and but I do agree with look, um, this comp, you know. Un- Franchises that are dysfunctional, are dysfunctional for a lot of reasons, not because the quarterback is saying things publicly about their team.
6: One thing he did say, where, BT and Sal, we're talking about Brian Baldinger here, one thing he did say yesterday uh, you know, when he was meeting with the media at the year end, that he thought the Jets were just a couple of pieces away, that they were close to a Super Bowl. Uh, your thoughts on that, Baldy?
5: Well, I mean, what, what, what pieces are those? five offensive linemen that can play. Can you know, I mean, what pieces? I I mean I see Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson and Quentin Williams. I mean I see the pieces that they have. But you know, it's more than just talent. It, it, it always is. You know, I mean we're gonna like start this thing on Saturday and you know we can see that Baltimore's a talented team and you know and some of these things, but like it's it's always more than just talent. So uh I think it's more than a couple pieces because there's, there's a certain amount of disbelief in that organization. I mean, you, you get hurt in the fourth play of the game of the season, and people go, oh, here we go. Like, when you say, here we go again, like, it's true. and We all, we all know. We all know the Jets' history. And so, Benny Testaverde, torn Achilles. Like, he's coming back. They're going to the Super Bowl. Torn. So, there's a history there. And I don't know that you can just eradicate that, um, and it all goes away with a couple of pieces.
6: And, and look, and we're, before we get into the postseason, we got obviously great matchups. To me, it's one of the best two weekends in all sports. You get Super Wildcard Weekend, and then the division round was my two favorite weekends. Before we get to that, I do want to ask you one more about local stuff here. You know, Rodgers made uh, headway here, big news, and all the stuff that he said after a disappointing year. Giants had a disappointing year. They make news yesterday, making some changes with the coaching staff, and then it seems like Wink, uh, Wink Martindale is stepping away. What is your thoughts, Baldy, on how it went down with Dable and Wink Martindale?
5: Well, I mean, I can summarize it quickly. I mean, I saw a defense that had 29 takeaways. I saw an offense that scored 25 touchdowns. I mean, one side of the ball was, was producing. It's hard to win games if you're scoring six points or 10 points. You know, I mean, they were 0 and five when they scored 10 points or fewer. Um, you know, you've got to score points. The offense looks highly dysfunctional. Uh, I, I think defensively, yeah, they gave up too many big plays. like the Arizona game was not I mean there were some bad, bad performances. Don't get me wrong, but I think they lost a, a good piece. Now, whether they were they could, are, are in harmony together between Brian and, and Wink, I don't know. I mean, you, you heard what the soundbite just got played by some of the defensive players. I know the defensive players. I know guys like Dexter, Dexter Lawrence. I mean, he wouldn't have been in the Pro Bowl gotten paid if Wink didn't challenge him like he did. Um, I think it's a big loss, but at the same time, the offense has to get fixed. Like, they're not going anywhere until they fix this offense that is brutally bad.
4: Most Sundays. Yeah, they they have to tighten that up for sure. We're talking to our buddy Brian Baldinger. Insider Calls brought to you by Old Spice Gentlemen's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation uh, plus 44 7 moisturization because men have skin too. All right, so, you know, the Giants, they're in a tough spot with Saquon Barkley. He's dynamic, he is respected, he is amazing when he's healthy, but he's not always healthy. He's 28, just about, plays running back. How do you handle this moving forward contractually? You think he's a chance he's I mean, I know there's a chance, but do you think he's an ex giant after the season?
5: I'm a fan of Saquon. I like everything that he stands for and how he about and how he goes about his business. But this running back situation right now, I mean, you look at Devon Achan, HM, Raheem Mostert, you look at Kyron Williams, where are all these guys being taken? Like who knows who's playing running back? Gus Edwards for the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. It is not a valued position at all these teams going to the playoffs. It just isn't. I mean, Jalen Warren might be the Steelers' best running back, and he was a free agent at Oklahoma State. You know, you look at Aaron Jones, he was a fifth-round pick, you know, out of Texas El Paso. I mean, you could go through the list of these guys now. David Montgomery, what was he, a fourth-round pick of the Bears? You go through the list of all these backs. Like, nobody is a franchise player in any of these uh, places right now. Motor Singletary – Starts with the Houston Texans. He was a third-round pick out of a, a Florida Atlantic. I mean, basically, it's telling you, like, go find these backs. Like, do your homework, go find them. But Kyron Williams was a fifth-round pick, and he, he, he ran for more yards per game than any back in the league this year as a fifth-rounder. So I, I think there's, there's real truth, not devaluing the position, and I don't want to take anything away from the ability to earn a, a big paycheck. But these teams are telling you, we're not going to put money into that position and spend high draft picks on that position. So you let him go. Well, I mean, if there's a way to make it work, fine. If there's, if there's a way to contractually make it work and keep him because he's a he's a you know he's a, a big cornerstone to this franchise. If there's a way to do it, but if 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 you're going to uh, insult the guy by an offer or he's going to feel insulted, all right, well, let the market go, say. What, what, what a running back should get right now. I would imagine it's going to be very, very soft, though.
6: All right, Baldy, one more. We're talking about Brian Baldinger here, BT and Sal, uh, on the fan. One more before we get into, or at least for me, before we get into the wild card matchups this weekend, which I can't wait to watch and break down with you. I didn't bring it up last week, but I'd be curious to get your thoughts on Kayvon Thibodeau and the season that he had. You watch more film than anybody else. I feel like at points there should have been more from Thibodeau. I know you had the sack numbers up there, but I'd be curious to get your thoughts on the season that Kayvon Thibodeau had for the Giants. I
5: think you have to have more... uh, um... He has to have more of an effect on games. Like, you know, he's got to punch the ball out, force fumbles. Um, he just doesn't do enough. I mean, sack numbers are nice. You know, those, those, those always count. Um, but I feel like he's got to get stronger, and he needs more power. I feel like that's lacking in him. I've seen Micah Parsons get bigger and stronger this year, and I can see it on the field. Now, I'm not comparing him to Micah. Micah's in a class by himself. But I, I feel like two things. One, I think Kayvon has another level he needs to go to. From an effort standpoint, and from a playmaking standpoint, and then I think physically, he's still young. Like, he's got to get stronger and more powerful.
4: Yeah, it's a pretty good assessment right there. All right, so these everybody knows who's playing. Everybody knows what matchups are going to gravitate to. You know, Boldy, in your opinion, who's got the most pressure on him? Either a coach or an organization or GM or a quarterback? The most pressure going into wild card weekend. Where do you think it is right now?
5: Well, as a guy that played in Dallas. Like, I, don't, I can't imagine anything more on Dak
4: uh, and, and
5: what he's done. I mean, you could look at all these other guys. You know, I mean, Staff, you know, CJ is just a, a rookie, and yep. Flacco came off his couch, and, you know, all this stuff. But, I mean, Dak plays in Dallas. It's, it's the most coveted franchise, whether Giant fans or Jet fans want to hear, in the NFL that drives all the ratings. Um, you're either in the camp of Troy Aikman and Roger Staubach, or you're Tony Romo and Danny White and these other guys. That's true. And, what, and, and it's so, like, it's a very good team. Some days they look unbeatable. And then some days you go, man, like they look the same old Cowboys. Is it? And so I feel like Dak, like Mike McCarthy's won a Super Bowl. There's pressure on him because he's the coach of the Cowboys and Jerry Jones is probably in his ear every day. But to me, I think Dak is in that position where he's got, like, this is a good team. It's probably the best team he's been on all around, defense off, the whole thing. Like, he's got to produce. they got to win in the postseason.
6: Sticking in the NFC East, uh, Baldy Eagles, are they done?
5: They look like it. They look like it. I mean, they could talk the game. And look, they got a good matchup against Tampa. They beat them earlier in the year, Um, you know. But they've got to play smarter, and they have to play harder, and they have to um, become a a team that we saw in the middle of the season. And they're in a tailspin right now. And those things are hard to get out of. Sometimes you could change anything. You could quit smoking in an instant. You could change your behavior and. Anything and it's, it can change, but I haven't seen anything that says it's going to change right now.
4: You know, it's crazy. Boldy was sitting here and you know sifting through the the rubble of three years of Robert Sala. It's obviously different with the Giant situation because obviously Dable had an incredible uh, first year. But do you think there's any coaches and maybe Sirianni's one of them? Maybe McDermott. You think there's any coaches this weekend that are in a weird way coaching for their for their jobs?
5: Yeah, I mean, we just saw Mike Grable get released yep. minutes ago. Like, I, didn't, I was just in Tennessee on Sunday when he knocked Jacksonville out of the playoffs. I didn't, looking at his roster, which is challenging for any coach that's ever coached in this league uh, to win games with. Um, to see him do what he just did and rookie quarterbacks and all this stuff, I, mean, I think he's a phenomenal coach. So, yes, I think – look, I don't – know. like, I think Nick Sirianni's done a great job. I mean, they took a 4-11-1 team, put him in the playoffs, next year in their Super Bowl – uh, they were ten and one at one point. I can't imagine them getting fired, but if they go down there and just stink it up in Tampa, like there's going to be there's going to be rumblings about that. Um, we saw Doug Peterson go from winning a Super Bowl to getting bounced out in two years. It can happen. Um, but I I think everybody else, uh, when I look around it, you know, obviously McVeigh and I, maybe in Dallas, if they get bounced by Green Bay, wow, there could be a change.
4: Wow, it could be changed, yeah. yeah. Who do you think comes the most aggressively after
5: Harbaugh? Uh, well, it's going to be a, a big stakes. Like, I mean, I think the Chargers are, if they have, like, um, a Learjet that flies really fast <laughs> yeah. uh, from Ann Arbor to Los Angeles, um, I think that's probably team number one. But I'm sure Chicago's is having, like, I don't think anybody's pushing to get Matt Eberflus out of there. But if the Chicago fan base could get Harbaugh, I mean, they would throw a parade right now in Chicago down Lake uh, Michigan Boulevard uh, Avenue. But uh, I think Washington, like there's going to be a big sweepstakes. Atlanta, they're all going to take a, a swing at Harbaugh right now.
6: I mean, if you look, if you have a, even if you don't have a head coaching vacancy, like you mentioned with Eberflus, no disrespect to him, but geez, if you have a chance to get Harbaugh, it, it, you you got to go out there and do it. We've been talking about the Jets need to do it. I mean, come on, you got Robert Sala, yep. the worst head coach in the league. How do you not go all in to try to get? Not saying he's going to choose you, you got to make sure you go get him. And then the other name, Baldy, is obviously Bill Belichick. Do you think he's going to become available? And if so, you know, you mentioned Dallas. I feel like that might be a perfect fitting if the Cowboys lose, but there are other openings as, as well. Where do you see? What do you think happens here with Belichick? Belichick.
5: Well, I think there's conversations being had about all of it, but in some ways, wouldn't it be something? Mean, Belichick obviously is you know at the top of the mountain, but what if he went someplace else? What if he went to Atlanta mm-hmm. and won a Super Bowl? I mean, we we just the way we talked about Brady when he went to Tampa and won a Super Bowl, like he went up another notch in everybody's eyes. Like if Belichick went to some other losing franchise and got a quarterback and. Had him competing for a championship in a year or two years we we would go, yeah we we were right all along, Dick is the greatest coach of all time. Like, I, I, like sometimes you just need a change, just to spark new energy, new way of doing things, new people, put your stamp on it, like I think there's something about him going someplace else that's attractive, like he saw Parcells bounce around from team to team and you know instantly put him in the playoffs, elevate him like I think there's a part of him. That says I could do this someplace else. Yeah, but I
4: don't think he's I don't think he's Parcells. I don't think he motivates I'm, play. he don't motivate players boldy the way they Parcells did he hasn't had the success with multiple quarterbacks yeah, the way Par true. I mean
5: to me Par, it's gonna sound nuts. I, I think Parcell's is better. Well, I mean I, look I mean I'm a I'm a Bill Parcells fan on every level. Um and you're probably right about what you just said. But I'm not saying he is Parcell's from a motivation standpoint and just go from you know Dallas, uh, you know, uh, you
6: know New York uh, win, win, whatever win.
5: But yeah. uh, I, I think he would. I think the challenge would be fun for. Him. Yeah, okay.
6: and, and and I personally would love to see that because I've always been the believer of Belichick. look I don't like the narrative of pinning Brady versus Belichick but that was out there and then Brady won the Super Bowl and it made guys like me who have been in the Belichick camp more so than Brady look bad and then Belichick obviously falling off here with New England I would love to see him go to a team like Atlanta and win a Super Bowl there and shut everybody up once and for all. last one from me Baldy and we're not going to break down every game but I do have a question about the Miami Kansas City game which I think is intriguing two levels the Chiefs are not what they once were. It doesn't mean they're still not good. They're just different as being more physical now. In yeah. Miami, a team a lot of people are high on, proved to be a little bit soft, choking away the division. Is there any chance that maybe now everybody's overlooking Miami's opportunity here to win a game in the frigid weather in Kansas City Saturday night? Absolutely.
5: Because if you put that track team on the field reasonably to, to very healthy with Tyree Kill, Waddle, Mostert, and H-Han, um, and the offensive line plays pretty good, Um they, they could put a big number up on anybody, and the Chiefs play great defense. But that speed can make you look bad, and so I think like we're all overlooking Miami because of what we just watched—they scored 14 points and they gave up the punt return, all that. That coach is innovative. I'm not saying he's, you know, he, he's going to win a championship, but he's very innovative, and if he gets all that speed on the field, um, I could see Miami giving Kansas City all they can handle on Saturday night.
4: I love it. This will be a lot of fun. As is the final thing for, from us here. Brian Baldinger, um, of course, our NFL insider here with BT and Sal. So everybody's a pseudo-GM these days. And, yeah. you know, the websites yeah. and this guy, that yeah. scouring yeah, film. Yeah. No one does it better than you in all mm. sincerity. So we need to know, not even names, but you can if you want, how many offensive linemen, in your opinion, with the Jets and the Giants both picking top ten, or pro bowl, all pro trajectories? How many guys worthy of the top ten do you think? Offensive linemen
5: and, and, that are currently on the Jets and Giants.
4: No, I'm sorry, my bad. That'll be that are going into the NFL draft.
5: This is the best year for offensive tackles that we've seen. That, that there could legitimately be eight tackles taking the top fifty picks. Wow. I mean, it, it, and, it, and the and the, the question is going to become almost like when you know Andrew Thomas and Mackay Becton came out and Tristan Warris and all that group. Like it, the the question is going to become, how do you stack them? And so um, they're going to get pushed up because everybody needs to tackle, everybody, and so almost everybody. And, uh, like, this is going to be you, – you better get one this year because there's a lot of good ones in this in this draft. And, and they all – like, I think all of them have left tackle ability. Some of them might get kicked to guard, but there's going to be a lot of choices for teams to make.
4: Could it be irresponsible to actually go lineman, lineman? I mean, you know, I know the Jets would have to get back in a round two with the Rodgers trade. The Giants could obviously do some stuff. I mean, is this the year to do something like that?
5: That's what the Jets did, you know, back with the Bricashaw. That's true. And it worked out great. And Mangold. was the best thing that they did. It was a, those two guys were the foundation to that team for a decade. That's true. And it turned that franchise around. I, would, I wouldn't hesitate with this draft of these guys coming out. I wouldn't hesitate. Both teams need linemen in the worst way. I've, I've never seen something so broken in my life as watching those games week in, week out.
6: Listen, Jesus! I mean, <laughs> as much film as guy. you watch, never seen anything more broken than that. Wow, that's saying something.
4: There you go, Baldy. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you very much.
6: Okay, enjoy it this weekend, guys. Could be fun.
4: Yeah, man, you can't too. wait. That was great. I mean, listen, this guy is he is a he is a film
6: savant. He's phenomenal. Did you hear what he said about uh, Kayvon Thibodeau? Yeah, well, I noticed. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Nobody watches more film than him. Well, I'm just, I'm you know. sane, just We could have just
4: let that. I don't know if we need to flex on that. No, let it sit flexing. out there. Let it marinate a little bit. I'm oh, spiking
6: spike the football and doing a touchdown <laughs> dance, if you could only see. <laughs> yeah. Bill, 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 Billy white Johnson. There's a falcon he, he, for he, you. Hear what he said about Bill Belichick to the Atlanta? Ooh, uh,
4: Bill Belichick will never win again. He just won't win. See, again. I would
6: love to see that specifically. First of all, he's my favorite head coach of all time. Mm-hmm. Go to the Falcons, who obviously have an opening. And if he could ever win there, forget about what it would do to the Falcon fan, what that would do to his legacy. Oh, yeah. Cement him as the greatest of all time, without any question.
4: Yeah, I, I don't think he's going to do it. I just don't think. Listen, he didn't seem to have the same energy. The part, but Parcells at the end still was energetic. Like uh, he brought it,
6: man. Bill? Yeah, but Bill was always moving around. Yeah, but yeah,
4: Drew, it, it, And that does galvanize you when you bounce around yeah, a little bit. Maybe I mean, Bill Belichick does need that, but. It. He needs a quarterback because he hasn't proven he can win with these guys. Still needs Brady. All right, 877-337-6666. So, uh, Rogers doing his thing. We'll react to that. React to what Brian just said about the, darn, as broken as he's ever seen it. What an indictment scathing, my goodness. BT and Sal on the fan.
1: Let's- okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
2: Talk about it. 877 337 6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Call of the day with Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on The Fan.
4: All right. The call of the day brought to you by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. The big story here, Dory, is is obviously Wink. And what's the bottom line? What was the level of discord between Dable and Wink Martindale this season?
5: Um, Man, I wouldn't be able to, to tell you what the discord was. You know, from being, seeing them in the meetings all the time together, especially um Dave was always in our meetings um, down the stretch. And it's not like I've seen any um, disposition in the, you know, body language that would dismay that there was something going wrong. So um to me seeing that it's a little bit of a, I won't say blindside, but it was just it was shocking to see that he just just left like that.
4: Well so that's interesting. You used the word shocking. I mean listen, you're you're a young vet, you've been around a couple of years, you know the league, you know the franchise. You were you were truly shocked that there were problems with, with Dable and, and Wink.
5: Um, yeah, uh, I was, you know, like I said, they, in our meetings or see them out on the field, see them talking different things, you know, maybe they could win an Oscar. So if there was a problem, they did a good job acting and showing that there wasn't one.
4: Wow. Okay. So there you go. And that was a good chat. Well, we hit everything that giant fans would want to hear with a Dory and you get that on the free Odyssey app. You can go to our WFAN YouTube page. Check that out. That's 128 BT and sound on the fan eight seven seven three three seven six 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 six. Back to you, calls in a moment. All right, so obviously Rogers McAfee, that is the big story. Um, first Rogers couple, kimmel uh, what did I, Well, no. Well, 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 I, mean, I mean, he's oh, on yeah, that. Sure, yeah, him, I guess, right. yes. I meant more so now, pushing right. it forward. What would he say? Uh, you know, long, I guess, response, so we boil it down to 15, 20 seconds. So I wish him
2: the best. Again, I, I don't give a shit what he says about me. Um, but as long as he understands what I actually said and uh, that I'm not accusing him of... Uh, being uh, being on a list, and I'm all for moving forward. Perfect.
4: That is exact. Yeah, but we finally, finally, finally getting it.
3: Step one. Now that can't be all he said, though. We how uh, how much did you edit that? I, out? I mean, I took out about five to ten minutes of him going off about. You know, he's setting up the whole thing. He started with the original jokes that Jimmy brought up. Right. You know, when talking about the vaccination, he went on about in defense of a lot of the vaccination stuff that Kimmel said. Right. So that, that's
6: what this is all Yeah, a lot. This is all. That's how it started. Sure. Okay. So he said a lot, but then the end of it, he said he doesn't care what he had to say. He's all for moving on about it. But also, he did not say Jimmy Kimmel was going to be on the list. So this also started for it started from the vaccination thing that Kimmel took shots at Rogers because of Rogers' beliefs and thoughts on the vaccination. That's where it all started from. Mm-hmm. Then Rogers says something that totally got misinterpreted by Kimmel and many others, and now Rogers has to say something for it because people misinterpreted what he said. He never said yeah. Jimmy Kimmel's name is going to be on the list.
4: Yeah, but but Sal he he positioned it in a way where you could deduce that. Which so is why Kimball took no I mean so what yeah I guess but I'm about moving forward honestly I am and this is all I wanted today and I know there'll be other moments whether it's during the season you know next year or during the playoffs this year where Rogers says something and we're going to talk about it on the show pertaining to the Jets but I he he could not he could not yeah I mean he could have but I was imploring him. Stop throwing wood on this. Let the fire just fizzle out, dude. Please get back to the business of eventually playing football and just let the
6: Jets crawl into their little hole and begin their offseason. I'm actually proud of them. Yeah, but here's the thing, BT. He, the Jets are not going to crawl into that little hole as long as A, Aaron Rodgers is here, B, he continues to do these interviews every week. No, I am. It's not about Jimmy Kimmel. I, I just got because you. that may be done. He's going to be on every week. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be. What about the other stuff that he's going to say today during McAfee? Well,
4: we'll, we'll, we'll react to it. I'm Which, sure it's about be, Zach and well, about the no, coach and no, stuff. What no, else I'm is talk, he saying? I'm
6: talking about the, you know, the other stuff. The, the, all the, the stuff that Hoff cut out there, the, the, you know, the vaccination nonsense and all that stuff. That's, what re- what I, that you know, oh. that's,
4: that's regurgitated stuff that quite frankly, already knew. So I've already reacted to that. I don't care about that, right? And I listen, I've already said who I think is right, who I think is wrong, you know, assigned levels of culpability. We've all reacted to that. I was first and foremost concerned with Rodgers today, and he did the big boy thing. He expressed himself, he didn't apologize, which he had no reason to, but he didn't make it worse. And let me ask you this. So, you know, the Je- what was the best line? I thought it was actually pretty lame, but what was Kimmel's best line last night?
6: I thought it was the fact that Rogers actually somehow managed to make the Jets worse. Yes.
4: Now, if Rogers, <laughs> in and and are and not involved in this, which this is not petty, really true, uh, understood. Right, right. But uh, do you think the Jets get you know a little stray last night on the national TV circuit? The answer is no. Oh, come on. Pete Manning's been ripping on the Jets all year long. No, I know, I know. But I'm doing... saying, like, last night. Like, just that's why I say let the Jets get in their hole. Let them draft who they're going to draft, acquire Devontae, Mike Evans at a free agency, T Higgins, whatever. Just let them go about their job of retooling anonymously and, then, and then in anonymity, owner, I should say.
6: Then the owner needs to ask Aaron Rodgers to politely step away. You know from what? This interview. Maybe no. Maybe he did. Maybe he no, didn't no, stop no, doing no. it.
4: Well, he's not going to do that because it's contractually done. But then it's, but it's maybe it's not going to stop. No, but I think it did. I think it at least I think oh. it kind of shifts direction. The fact that Rodgers, who is proven to be very petty, okay, with certain like won't forget anything. The fact that he said, you know what, I'm prepared to move on. Yes, he said other stuff,
6: but that's how he ended it. I'm prepared to move on. Rodgers won. You know why? He's not impacted by it. He said what he had to say a week ago. Jimmy Kimmel got upset and tweeted about it, and he was all bothered. Jimmy Kimmel went on for eight minutes and offended Rodgers and took shots left and right. And Rodgers comes on today and says, "Eh." I'm ready to move on. Don't That's care. what I wanted, and he looks, yeah. like he looks like the bigger
4: right. person. looks like the adult.
6: Right, exactly. And Jimmy Kimmel looks like the, the crybaby, sensitive, yeah. whatever. He does. But you saying that you think it's over now, yeah, the Rodgers-Kimmel beef may be over. Sure. But as long as Rodgers is going on McAfee every week, it's not like there's all the other stuff is there? Hop you get something else? Well, yeah.
3: Well, he started another beef because in the the not the apology, but in that whole thing. what about thing, the ESPN boss? A different one. Yeah, now, I know. Saying, I know. Hey, not your You not you, Norby. Went, you, he, you put words in our apology. Like you tried to apologize for us, and you made it worse. You know, basically keep your damn you know my my name out your damn mouth mm. type of thing. You know? Yeah. Ooh. I mean, an
4: ESPN executive, <laughs> uh, the, the, whatever, Fox. That that that, that 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 I don't care about that. God, I'm envious of him. I know, just does whatever he wants. It must be yeah, so but awesome. B- but B.T., oh. say and do what Can you imagine us doing a show where we just said Good what? little We kind of do it anyway, Good but God. literally do whatever
3: we want. <laughs> oh, Jeez, but, BT, but B.T., question. Yes. Like, to Sal's point... The fact that he keeps on opening his mouth about all the things that are off-topic of football and whatever, it's constantly going to be regurgitating something else. He's putting his foot in his mouth somewhere else, so it just shifted to a different place.
4: No, that's that's an astute observation. I'm not saying that that has not happened. That has happened. But what I hope has happened as well is that he's he's learned that there's got to be some things that are off-base. Pedophilia or the inference or intonation, however you want to frame it, all right, the nebulous nature of what he said last week— is very different than him taking a shot at an ESPN executive, which I could care less about. That, I can process that. All right, a suit manipulated your words. You got to be Fine. I don't need Epstein stuff for my quarterback. That's, that's yeah, fine. But I don't
6: need that. Do you think, your gut, do you think that Rodgers is like, oh, you know what, I crossed the line? And and that it's not going to happen again as far as him saying controversial stuff. Controversial or stuff about, or things about, of, of child sex crimes. Like there's well, controversy that's, but, but that's and then specific, there's. That's one specific topic. You but there's think, nothing worse. You don't think Rogers is going to come up with some other hot button topic in national news and real world news? He probably will. Yeah. I,
4: I, it won't hit me and I don't think it will hit others the way it hit some of us
3: with that. And I am more Rogers than Kimmel. The one thing I have to say, the one thing he did, it was just – he started to, like, paraphrase. Like, it's just a deposition. It just – like, nothing – the list didn't officially come out yet. So, like, I'm happy your name – isn't on it. So, like, there was a lot of things. He's not putting this thing away either. This is not going. So to wait, he said more about the list again today. Uh, no, right. well, again, no, no, yeah, of course it was all beforehand. There was a lot of fluff in there. Yeah, he was yeah. building up to the. He's going to build up to it. Yeah,
4: It was going to build up to. I'm prepared to move on if you are. But here's the <laughs> so? but He just had to get there at his own speed.
6: But, but he also, like, you knew he, he, he won. Did, if did he infer again something about the list that there's more to come
3: on it? Because what yeah, I hear he said, you, this, you, yeah, he just kind of was like, this is a deposition, so the list hasn't really been released. It hasn't yet. been.
6: Right, so, fully. So he's oh, doing the same thing.
3: Sorry. No, he's not. I see. I need
4: now. I need to hear the whole thing. I, I right. I'm reacting to what Hoff played right. for, which, which was, he said was a, was, was the, the best representation. That was it. Yeah, okay. and I believe you because you do. You know, we have a no reason said, not to. If,
6: if he inferred in any way that there might be more to come, again, not saying Kimmel specifically, but uh-huh. the reason why he said what he said about some of the names on the list. Right. Well, but, th- but again, this is I, why we gotta hear it. I, I there's, can't there's, all that. Yeah. Right.
3: this is why it's like a it's like a five ten minute thing. I'll, I'll pull yeah. the whole thing. No, we, we couldn't. Play bl- he, listen, in
4: Hobbs' defense, he came in. He asked us. He said, "Guys, it's like four or five minutes left. Uh, four right. or five minutes long. Do you want to play it, or do you want? I've got a cut that I believe encompasses for the he most part the money cut.
3: He basically said, "I don't care. You know, I'm mo- moving on. Moving right. on. Exactly. Moving on." Now, moving on to other things, like, hey, we got leaks in our our locker room that we can't have anymore, (laughs) which is, hey, that's the BS, right? Isn't that still the BS? All I know is I think this
4: could have gone in a different direction that would have been much more detrimental to my team, which is all I care about. That's it. I I think, at least for today, Aaron Rodgers' further disaster averted. And for the the
6: worst season that I just sat
4: through – That, what I just said, is a massive win.
6: I I will take it. I think as long as he's here, it's going to be a problem. As long as he's here, there's going to be something... Again, not a problem necessarily on the field. That's uh-huh. a different story. I'm yeah. talking about there'll always be something that's going to get attention, probably not positive attention, off the field.
2: Worried about
1: letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let in.
0: When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. And the ball game's
2: over! And the Giants have won Super Bowl 46! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan 1019FM and always live on the Free Odyssey app. Alright,
4: BT and Sal back on the Fan. It's 145. We got uh, Evan and Tiki coming up next here on this Tuesday. We'll get back to you calls with the Roger stuff, the Adore Jackson chat about Wink, 877-337-6666. Uh, one thing, though, all right, before we get back to those calls. So, Diana Rossini, who I think is great, and love her. I think she's fantastic with reporting. Mm. Uh, she tweeted this a while ago. Boy, if this is the case, how messed up are the Titans? So, she tweets, the Titans believe trading Vrabel, who's fired, for those who missed it, Mike Vrabel, right. out, uh, was too complicated and would take too long, per sources. They wanted to move on fast. But I was told Vrabel never asked ownership for a trade or asked out of Tennessee. So let me get this right. To unpack that tweet, Diane is basically saying that while Vrabel never went and even so much, forget about demand, even asked for a trade or out, they said, eh, we think he's going to probably do
6: it and it's going to take too long, so let's just fire him now. Wow. Well, the the next move is Well, not necessarily— yeah, it may seem like that on the surface. The next move is the one that's going to show if they're idiots or not. What if they're doing this because they believe they could go make a legit run Harbaugh? Harbaugh?
4: Then you get Harbaugh, then I take back what I said. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Then I take back what I said. But you better get Harbaugh because there's nobody else on the market. To me, that's... I, I, I mean, would, Mike
6: Rabel won well, d- his Be- first years.
4: Out. Well, I mean, outside of Belichick, of course. But. but
6: we don't know still like that. It wouldn't seem like... It, it seems like they would do this First of all, on the surface, it seems like it's an idiotic. It point. seems very
4: hasty, not very well uh, thought okay, out.
6: But maybe it's because they feel like, Jesus, we better get moving here. Uh, we want horrible. And that's kind of to Now, I don't know that that's the case. I'm just giving them the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of to the point before, if you're a team in the NFL, you potentially have a goldmine available. You better do whatever. If there's any question whatsoever about the head coach of your team, you better do whatever you can to go get Harbaugh. You got to. Uh, was and these idiot teams should have done this years ago. I'm sorry to cut you that's off, all good. like he was available, wanted to come back, and nobody I wanted him. I, I know.
4: Uh they won't do this. The Jets should actually call, absolutely call Mike Vrabel. They
6: won't. Well, that's another one. Right. So like they should. the Titans are looking to upgrade from Vrabel yep. to potentially get Harbaugh. We want the Jets to get Harbaugh. We know that's not realistic. But, I mean, my goodness, think of what an upgrade Vrabel would be over Robert Sala. You're going from the bottom of the barrel. Any head coach that's out there yeah. is better than Robert Sala.
4: Yeah, it's tough to disagree with that. But I actually think Vrabel's a top-ten coach. Closer to ten than one. I think Mike Vrabel's outstanding. His, now, I get a little sideways the last two years because he lost his old line. Guys got hurt. Guys defected. Different teams, free agency. He won. Look at his record. I think 9-7, nine 9-7. And nine, nine and I want to say 11-5. and five. And 10-6. and six. His first four years, he had four winning seasons for sure. And then the last few years got a little bit of ride. But he did that with a guy who maybe once was top 15 quarterback in Ryan Tannehill. I mean, Mike Vrabel has proven he can win without win, a superstar he, quarterback. Yeah. I would. And he's fiery. Imagine him I at the would, press conference in New York I would, at the
6: podium. Well, I oh. mean, well you ask me if I'd rather have him Oof. over Robert Sala. Come on, dude. I mean, that's not even the that, question. That's what I mean. not that's even a question. But, yeah. I would, if I'm just thinking about the openings... I would rather have Vrabel than any of the young, up-and-coming coordinators. So Better would I, I. So would I. You know, ben Johnson in Detroit. I agree with you. With the Texans. Yeah. Whatever the other names are. The enemy gets thrown out there. Like, for me, if you have an opening, it's Harbaugh 1, Belichick 2, Vrabel 3. And you can make a case for Vrabel 2, Belichick 3 because of the age. But okay. I'd still, like, from Atlanta perspective, uh-huh. I, like, if you – Dude, if they get Bill Belichick, that's something. They They're going to be get me. a fan again. Get oh, me. That Sal's back get me with the Falcons. Hey. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That would get me excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rabel wouldn't get me to that level, but I think it would be a good high. For
4: sure. You know, I actually hope the Falcons get Belichick oh, so God. that we can continue this discourse because we t- we fundamentally disagree. Right. I mean, I'm not saying he's nothing without Brady. That's completely disrespectful without merit. But I believe he's, he became who he is largely because of Brady. That was a great relationship, right. and they both helped each other. Please don't completely misconstrue what I'm saying. You think it's a little bit more...
6: I think it's all... I think Belichick Belichick, then Brady. Yeah, so we I, see a
4: completely opposite. Which,
6: which I would love to just see him. And even not just me versus you, but just yeah, in yeah, general. No, no. I mean, I'm messing around with uh, that, no, but no, that, no. that
4: would be fun. Like, uh, come course, on, Sal. You didn't get the
6: quarterback yet. He's one of five. 100%. But I... Like, if it's for my team. But I also think that the idea of Belichick succeeding anywhere else is going to be, if it happens, a fun storyline for the NFL season.
4: I got something for you real fast. I'm going to throw Vrabel on this list. Put them in in your order. You own a team. Yeah. You need a head coach. Now, I don't think that this will happen, but you never know. Each circumstance is different. You never know. Let's just say it went wildly awry for the Bills this weekend Mm. and Philly. And let's just say McDermott and Sirianni... And Vrabel are all available. List them in your order of McDermott, Sirianni, Vrabel, and Vrabel. One, two, like the order of priority. You're are we an counting you all an Belichick too, or not? Forget. Well, he's number one. I,
6: I get right. that. Harbaugh one, Belichick two. Yeah, forget about that. I, those. That's I think given. I still rank
4: Vrabel one, McDermott two, Sirianni Probably. three. Probably.
6: I don't like Sirianni. I never yeah. have. I mean, you I don't like you're...
4: him. You don't like his, his like his his post or his gyrations, well, well, or you just don't think he's a good coach.
6: Both. But here's the thing. What have we always talked about? A fundamental principle here, and we're evaluating sports, in really life. You learn about somebody when they go, or something, or a team, or whatever, when they go through adversity.
4: Yeah, it doesn't build character. It usually reveals it.
6: So this is adversity. the first time that we've seen Sirianni and the Eagles yeah. go through adversity, and what's happening?
4: They're falling apart. And we've seen the Bills tilt down
6: and then come back
4: up. Correct. So to McDermott and the McDermott. Bills
6: went through the adversity. Yeah. They came out better for they it did. after the, the remarks about the, comparing the 9-11 speech. That, but even some that of their, they their performances, yeah, well, they weren't playing well. too. Right, but it, it could have gone one or two it ways. Could've, it could have. And it went the right way for McDermott it's and true. the Bills. Now, I don't love him either, but if I'm putting him next to Sirianni, and like I said, Sirianni right now is in the midst of the biggest adversity that he's faced.
4: That's a good point, Sam. And so. they're
6: plummeting. And it doesn't seem like they're going to find their way out of it. Now, they still could. Mm -hmm. But for those reasons, I would take McDermott. I got you.
4: How about uh, Chase and White Plains? BT and Sal, what's happening, Chase? How's it going, guys? Okay, Uh,
2: buddy.
0: I just wanted to make two points, um, if you guys would let me. The first one, Sal, I think you and I became best friends today. (laughs) Um, I couldn't agree more with you on the Aaron Rodgers thing. And I think it was it's kind of funny that I people are saying, like, how could you back up Aaron Rodgers when I would say the opposite? Because I've heard Jimmy Kimmel talk trash about Trump uh, specifically about, like, the Steele dossier and that sex tape. And that, like, you know, did a lot of impact on Trump. You know, he would do it every single night talking about that tape. And it turned out to be a lie. So I just find it kind of comical. And the second point... I don't I know, for the record, comment- I don't
6: even know, like, what you're talking about. I, but, I mean, I know that Kimball's made a living off of, you know, making fun of people, going after people. I don't know to the... By the way, every comedian's yeah, made right. a living that way. Well, But, it, it but is not different. always politically I, driven. I guess it is different. Well, first of all, all these shows now, which is why you can't they even are. watch them. They're all politically driven, yep. which I, I want a part of it. Yep. But if he did do that about somebody else, regardless of who he is, then it is being hypocritical. Yeah, it was about the Trump sex tape when all right. the like, I got, got it. yeah, but, I right. follow that. Yeah, so I watch the news every night. It. I got gotcha. you. Do you really?
2: Uh, every night. But the,
6: Dude, I, this yeah, is the, this is a true thanks, story. Chase. And thanks, thank buddy. you for the call. True story here. Yeah. Last uh was it last night or two nights ago? Two nights ago in a group text. My friends were telling me I'm I'm just telling you the truth. Go here. for it. I believe you. <laughs> Go ahead. What they, happened? They were
4: texting something about
6: here, no, but... no, they were texting something about Trump. Uh-huh. And that he's running for president again. I'm like, "What?" Come on, dude. I had no idea. Well, I didn't I even know trying. it was possible. There's some states are removing it from ballots, and then some I didn't been,
4: know that, that's possible. been rescinded. It's, I'm, uh, just, I'm just telling uh, you it's that. It's kind just, of interesting, Sal. I,
6: but I had no idea, A, that it was possible, or B, that it was happening. It just goes to show you how much I, I like, I try not to pay any attention to it. <laughs> yeah. And then last night, and they were like, dude, are you serious? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I I, I didn't know. Wow. How is that possible? He was president. Yeah. He gets voted out. Yeah, sure. He's allowed to run again. Of course. Yeah. It's, has that ever happened before?
4: Has that ever happened or a long time ago? Right? Not recently. I don't think.
6: Gee, I mean, I know. I you know lose, can certainly it certainly like, He's Definitely you, gonna run. If you lose the ballot, you can you try to go back again. But I've never seen it before where somebody won, then <laughs> like, got elected. Uh, got elected. It, if
4: only for one term, got bounced for yeah, a second term, back. and then he's
3: coming back. Uh, what? Well, you it's know he's gonna happened. try to come like, back. It definitely happened. I'm just trying to remember which president it was back in the in the early. Well, you were oh, this. Why, like, who's it? Uh, like, am I? Am James I the only Garfield? Chester Roth? I, I don't know who. Am I the only one with no idea about yeah, this? Yeah, honestly, you, you w- might be the only. one You know person. what? I'm proud you have of that. To be. Actually, BT, I'm going to say something. I'm not going to say it all, but I've had conversations with Sal all fair, and he, the things he doesn't know. <laughs> really, it's amazing. <laughs> well, I
6: mean,
4: like he's a lot. very lucky. I don't want to talk about it oh. on air, but the <laughs>
3: no, I don't even no, no, no.
6: But the political <laughs> stuff, I stay away from, dude. I don't mess with. it.
4: Hey, but he understands that Mets bullpen, boy.
6: You better believe. <laughs> hey, listen,
4: you're, hey. you're probably better off. You're healthier. Your mind's probably less cluttered That's than most of I mean. us who do know this That's nonsense. That's what
6: I mean. That's why I got into sports and escape. I, I hate I can't, it. I can't get aggravated with that stuff. I
4: hate where the world is today. I say, I'm saying that like kind of laughing, but I mean it. I hate think, where the world don't is. Don't you
6: think sports is enough aggravation? That's not even fun the way it used to be That's because I mean. it, it seeps into sports. But, but even – well, that is true. You know what which I mean? Is what frustrates me about oh. the, the Rodgers situation. But even in general, like even if you take the nonsense out and yeah. just focus on the teams – the teams doing enough losing and making bad moves. and They aggravate you enough.
4: They do. You
6: know that's why I can't wait to just uh, roll the
4: dice man in here on January twenty fifth. Drop a couple of hickory dickory yeah, ducks ha, ha, and right. uh, have some fun. Get yeah. back to the basics, Hoff. Right? What? What do you got? Grover yeah.
3: Cleveland. I found him. Grover oh, Cleveland was nineteen thirty one. Uh, 1837. I mean 1837. Jeez. That's I the think. last time Go, it happened. 188 was it 18, 1885. Excuse me. The, he, he is the 22nd president. Then Benjamin Harrison took over, yeah. and then he got reelected in in uh, eight, 93. Got the 22nd president. The I think 22. President. I think
4: Juan Soto digging at the Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. Number 22. Oh,
6: I can't get into the. You the think level. about
4: Harrison Bader. So I like Harrison Bader in, in the outfield.
6: Solid move. You were yeah. out for that one. Not we bad. played the King Kong yeah. music oh, and all oh, that. Oh
4: King, yeah. What a move. What a kingly move. What a gesture. It is. It's smart. I'm, I'm not going to start. I'm not going to start throwing straight. At, uh, Bader. I like Bader, yeah. but he's uh, come on. He's
6: going to get hurt. He's going to hit 220. Go get. Go strike get, out half the time. Go get Marcus Stroman. Enjoy. him. Yeah, I trip. don't want him. I'll enjoy him. <laughs> you guys reported, need him. <laughs> report, hey, no interest. Yeah. Reported mutual interest. I saw that. Oh, I don't know if I'm buying that exactly, but
4: me neither. It's called. Let's get the PR. By the way, Stroman's good. You know that. I just prefer a little Snell Trevor Bauer duo. I get it. I prefer it. You know what I mean? Let's
6: get back to sports. (laughs) One day we'll get
4: back to sports here, Sal. You know? (laughs) Oh, man. All right, Sal. Do a good job on SNY tonight, brother. We'll do. Thanks, dude. You got it. Everybody have an awesome, awesome, outstanding Tuesday. It's going to get very wet and I guess very windy. So uh, don't get flooded like I did a couple of weeks ago. Be smart. (laughs) Not
0: a dope like me. Uh, We got Evan and Tiki coming up next. Cinemore 10. Bye bye.